0: This is episode 483 of the Pixelated Sausage podcast for Monday, June 11th, 2018. I'm your host, Marcus Nez, and I may be sniffling a lot in this episode, and I may sound funny every now and again or throughout because I just went to the dentist and I'm numb in the upper left part of my mouth, and it's all the way up to my nose, so I just feel like a little rabbit. I just want to go, I can't even do anything. But um you're just going to have to deal with it. Because I thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't record this episode today, but I don't want to do that. Especially since i got the Microsoft press conference and Bethesda's press conference to talk about. Not going to have too much game or anything else to talk about. But before all of that, I do want to say that my router, I feel like, is on its last legs. Because the Wi-Fi is really sporadic. And sometimes it works at further distance and sometimes it can't work in the next room and I think it probably just died it's the one that came with my AT&T package oh it's the second one because they did replace it I think when I upgraded before but I've had this one for a few years now I think and I just feel like it's it's dead um and it's frustrating but it did finally push me to Clean up my wire situation under my desk and everything. There's still quite a bit of wires because I have three hard drives, external hard drives hooked up to my PC and then, you know, uh, a wired keyboard, two TVs, two monitors. Well, monitor, then this uh, Wacom uh, Cintiq. Cintiq. um. Xbox, but uh, how I ended up cleaning up the wires is that one hard drive was dead and I just never got rid of it because I knew that trying to pull the wires out would end up probably unplugging other things. I removed, this got me to say farewell to my PlayStation 3, my Wii, and my Wii U, and I haven't rehooked up my PS4 or my Switch or my Xbox 360. Will I? I don't know. I think I might move my PS4 at this point and not worry about capturing things, but then I can't do beyond. The thing about the PS4 is that I like having this cleaner setup, but with VR, it's not clean. Any <laughs> There's so many wires with that thing. Um, but I might... I, I don't know how much the Slim, or if that's just the PlayStation 4 at this part point, cost. But I might just give my old PS4 to my dad with VR, because the VR was really for him. Pick up a slim at some point and put that down there. We'll see. Uh, The Switch, I, I put it in docked mode, but I haven't really played much of it, so that hasn't done much good. And then the 360, I would like for Xbox One to be fully backwards compatible, so I can really say goodbye to that. But there are still Hundreds of games that I'd like to play at some point. But, um, yeah. Also, I like having that hooked up because with original Xbox games and 360 games, purchasing them on the 360, for whatever reason, I don't get charged tax. So I can save a few cents and bucks that way as opposed to paying the six and a quarter online tax that... I'm usually charged for Xbox One games or other online purchases. Except, you know, Best Buy, they got rid of GCU, Gamers Club Unlocked. And also, they recently started charging the in-store tax. I don't know why. Is that legal? I don't know. It's very confusing. It's weird. I don't like it. It's very upsetting. Um, Best Buy just wants to turn into Circuit City and disappear. But yeah, it's weird having a very clean space. Cleaned up a lot of dust. I took the time since I ended up having to unplug things to clean my desktop uh, out a little bit. uh, The fans and whatnot. Get some of that dust gone. Uh, So that was good. And then, yeah. It's just now hopefully getting someone out here soon so they can hopefully replace the router i'm sure they have new models at this point they'll probably like last time they came out they looked at it like oh we got a new one this one's better it's faster It works better blah 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 so i'm hopefully they have that at this time and i'll maybe ask them unless somebody listening wants to help me with this situation because i'm pretty tech savvy but anytime i am going to do something for the first time i'm very wary of it i'm very cautious nervous expecting to screw everything up And what I'm getting at is that I've never purchased my own router. I've always used the ones given to me by my internet provider. And I know that a lot of people, they go out and get their own routers because those are, what, 100% of the time, better than what is provided to you. And also, I believe using the router given to you, you have to pay, I think I pay like five bucks a month. Maybe it's even 10 bucks. I don't know. But it's, I'm paying for a shitty router. Every month, I think. Um, So, yeah. That's a thing to think about as well. Moving on to what people actually care about. Because nobody cares about my wire situation, my dentistry woes, and just this internet BS. But uh, I'm going to start with the Microsoft press conference. And I'm going to use the... Post on IGN, which is E3 2018, all news, trailers, and gameplay from Microsoft Press Conference. Because I just wanted to quickly find something that went through all the details. I wish this went in order of when things were revealed. It doesn't. Um, but that's okay. So, I'm sorry. And you can just go to IGN if you want to find this or go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Um, before I go from thing to thing, I was very happy with their conference overall i think people who are console war fanatics and really want more exclusive exclusives i'm sure they were still disappointed because there were a handful of actual exclusives and i don't think there were any surprising exclusives uh we have console launch exclusives which I don't know what that means, really. I still don't know what that means, and I think there was a mistake with the Cuphead DLC, calling that console launch exclusive, unless they're including Steam into the picture, and that's why they want to specifically say this is for console first. Um, so I don't know. That that could mean that some of the games that are console launch exclusives as well will only be going to Steam, and I think at some point, like last year, they asked what that specifically means to, uh why can't I think of his name now? I love him so much. The head guy from Microsoft. What is his name? Is it Peter? Phil? It's not Phil Collins. Phil Spencer. There you go. Um What if it was Phil Collins? Wouldn't that be crazy? Um But I think they asked him, because they changed their terminology to console launch exclusives, and I think what he said it was is that it'll be launching first on xbox and that they don't know then when it'll be coming on other consoles if it'll ever be it just means that it's coming there first we didn't sign an exclusivity deal that forbids it from ever going on other platforms but that doesn't mean they are currently working on other platforms i think or or that is what the case could be that that doesn't mean it'll be jumping to other platforms i don't know I, I hate all those kind of, like, oh, it's this kind of launch exclusive. It's this kind of exclusive. It's this. It's blah, 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 blah. Um, but let's start with Halo Infinite, which is... I don't know. I don't know what the hell the game is. Is it a prequel? I don't know. Halo... I mean, it's, it's a Master Chief story, so it's, it's following him. It doesn't appear to be a Battle Royale game. Is it? Partially? Maybe. I don't know. But... It's an interesting title, and we get the Master Chief, and he almost looks like maybe he's a little tinier. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I've been enjoying Halo Five multiplayer a lot, so I'm I'm in with Halo. Though recently finished, well, finally finished the first Halo with my dad. I hate that game. Hate's a strong word. I don't actually mean it, but I think it's a bad campaign. I don't think it holds up at all. I. Don't know if I would have liked it back in the day, probably. I was younger. I was stupid. I was more willing to accept anything. But I don't think it's a good campaign. It has a horrible ending. The flood are annoying as hell. The library section is terrible. There's a lot of just going around in circles. And I don't think it does a good job of telling you where to go at times. And the checkpoint system is really iffy. It's sometimes, oh, that's that was a nice checkpoint. And then it's like, oh, I have to do this entire driving section at the end again from the very beginning. Go to hell, you piece of crap. Um, and I hate the way, I've always hated and I still hate the way the warthog drives. I hate the way the vehicles drive. I don't want that crap. I, I want a gas button, brake button, and I don't want this pushing the stupid analog stick. It's dumb. I hate it. We um, got Gears of War 5, which... Was a really interesting reveal and one of my favorite moments of the uh, the conference because I I still chuckle every time I think about the incredible troll move they pulled, which I'm sure they weren't intentionally trying to troll people. But when you see the Gears logo pop up and then out from the behind the brick wall, cutting through it with his lancer, is a vinyl Funko Pop version of uh, Marcus Phoenix. I was like, what the shit is this? Uh, And it looks cute. I mean, it was was funny, cute, in a Lego game kind of way. But it's a mobile game. And thank God that wasn't the only Gears announcement they had because that would be terrible. But after that, they announced Gears Tactics, which I am really excited about because it looks like XCOM with a bit more control, maybe. Uh, But I love that type of gameplay. I love that type of game. I think Gears makes a lot of sense for that type of game and I'm really interested to see more of that game and what it has in store for what it what it maybe uh will do differently in the genre what might uh, uh a fresh take on it um so yeah that that was exciting and then they kept it going with gears 5 and I was really disappointed by gears 4 but gears 5 looks interesting looks a little different I'm excited to follow these two other characters uh, and you get to control a lady? I don't I don't think she was controllable in the maybe if you played four player co op. But um I'm excited to see this story play out. Um it's not it didn't super grab me. I'm not like, oh I can't wait to play this, but after uh a meh fourth installment or fifth including Judgment, uh this has me interested which is more than I was before seeing the trailer after that we have the Cyberpunk 2077 trailer that ended the show which was cool, it made me think oh this is The Witcher 3 meets Deus Ex meets Sunset Overdrive, I'm really in, I can't wait to see their take on a more lively, vibrant world uh, in this Uh, sci-fi setting as opposed to the fantasy setting pumped who the hell knows when it's going to come out who knows when we're actually going to see some gameplay who cares i trust them but it was it was cool i think because for me there was only one oh shit moment of this press conference and i wish there was a second and it would have been awesome if this ended up being an exclusive as well even if it was just a console launch exclusive i think that would have been something Because this is a big deal of a game. But, yeah. That, it was a cool way to end. But I wish, I wish, I just wish there was, like, it hit a little harder. Um, That we got the first look of Fallout 76, which was a decent trailer. Good, good song. I kind of wish they accompanied that song with some more goofy things going on. But I'll talk a bit more about that with the Bethesda conference. Got the Division 2, which looks cool. I still and will always hate whenever they do these canned multiplayer co-op chatter things. Uh, This was not as grating as they have been in the past, but it still feels so fake. It it, in no way feels like any kind of conversation I've ever had with any friend when playing online in co-op. But at the same time, I don't know if they'd ever want to actually... Put what is said by friends playing together online, because it's usually a lot of dicking around and maybe some offensive things. With my friends, at least, uh, or specifically me. But uh, yeah, then we have Devil May Cry, which I think was a big deal because people, some people, were speculating it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. So it was a big deal that it was revealed, shown off for the first time on Xbox, and it was weird for me because it visually looks like it's taken a lot from the last DMC game, but it also seems to just be ignoring that game's existence. So that reboot happened, and then they just got rid of it because I guess the hardcore fans didn't care about it. So this is following the fourth game. That's why it's called Five, of course. And I guess you're playing as Nero, who is the antagonist of that game. And it looks like it could be fun and i guess dante was the guy who was riding up on the motorcycle at the end i he looked like just some crazy homeless psychopath but maybe that's what dante's become i don't know but i'm just disappointed that there wasn't that much love for dmc because for me that is the best dmc game in the series i adore that game because i and i adore ninja theory they've been hitting it out of the park ever since Enslaved. I thought Heavenly sore was okay, but ever since then they've been hitting it out of the park, and I'll, I'll be talking about Ninja Theory in uh, a little bit, and Spoilers, that is the oh shit moment for me. Um, but yeah, cool, but I'm sad that DMC just came and went and didn't make much of a impact other than the aesthetics. It seems somewhat similar uh, to anything else about dmc no and i don't want to say I, like I, I hated the original series i just i love dmc i really enjoyed the first game and then i played the second game and i was like mm. and then i never really played the third game uh, i think i dabbled in the fourth then we get from software's uh, Sekiro: shadows die twice which was really cool i was surprised by it I'm excited to see more about it and just really get it in my hands because it does seem reminiscent of Neo, which is whatever developers take on the Dark Souls formula in a more of a samurai kind of setting. And this is that same thing, but you the one thing is you have a mechanical arm that allows you to navigate the world in a much uh, more free sense, and that's interesting. But the the visuals of it look really cool. There's some really Beautiful settings. There was one that is like in a little field, and you, it's at night, and you see the moon in the back, and that looks stunning. So, I am all in with From Software at this point. Unless it's. I, I want it to be more Dark Souls than Bloodborne, or something completely fresh. It, it's definitely going to still feel similar to those games, but I would rather it be more in the Dark Souls section. Because I, I just. Bloodborne did not do it for me. But also, I was kind of sick of that aesthetic. And was sick of just seeing it the, throughout the entire game. Um, just Cause 4. It's a thing. It's it's more Just Cause. Why Just Cause? I was wondering if maybe they were going to do some kind of... Hey, and now you can play with a friend. Some kind of big difference. A big jump from the third game. But it just seems like, here here's more Just Cause. And I guess it's the same voice actor. But it seemed less... I feel like I hated it, or found it a little bit grating before, and I didn't mind it in this trailer, even though it just, it sounds like Antonio Banderas, uh, Forza Horizon 4, that looks great, it looks like Forza Horizon, uh, I'm not sure how big the world is, <laughs> I'm very con- confused by that, I was like, is this, wait, is this supposed to be all of Britain? That's not, that's too big, that's not, that's definitely not the case, but, uh, Edinburgh is my favorite city outside of home. And I'm super excited to drive through there. I'm super excited to just get more Ford's Horizon. And I like some of the things they've been doing to add more to the community side of it and playing with others and meeting up with new people. The weather system is cool because of what they showed and how it will affect the gameplay. And in winter, for example, the lake uh, and whatnot, the water will freeze up, and you will be able to drive on it and reach new places. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's Fort Horizon. It's a game we all knew was going to be announced, and we all knew it's coming out in the near fall, uh, early fall, late summer. And I think it was October, like second or something. So that'll that's a day one purchase it always. It's one of the few Forza Games are one of the few games I purchase on day one every year. And that's going to keep keep happening because I love the racing games and my dad loves the racing games that so we can share. Dying Light 2 uh, that looked good. Looked uh, more I don't know, apocalypto apocalypti- than uh, zombie-ish. there's still zombies but it, it felt more, it felt like there was just more community things going on. And more people to interact with and do things with, uh, but it looks good. I enjoyed Dying Light, don't love it, but whatever. More Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I'm excited because I enjoyed the last two Tomb Raider games. But I feel like, given when it's coming out, and what else is going to be available? I think uh, Spider Man's coming out around that time. I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be the last Tomb Raider we see in a while. That this is going to kill the franchise for now, just because Screenx has too high of expectations for the game, and maybe it's because they put a lot of money and all that into the game, and they need to get a, a, a big return on their investment. But I just feel like it's going to once again do okay. Not like it's going to sell some a few million, but not the Almost 10 million. I feel like Square Enix wants from the franchise. Jump Force, super cool. This is basically what I uh, assume will be the like Marvel versus Capcom of the Shonen Jump anime universe, manga universe, which is really cool. I'm super excited for that because Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I'm not a huge Dragon Ball fan, Uh, and it's just because. I never really got into it as a kid. I want to go back and watch it, and then I could actually maybe get into it, but I'm a big anime fan. I like some Shonen Jump things. I think it's really cool. I'm wondering how many other series we might see that they haven't shown yet. It was really... Because they showed a lot of One Piece, Naruto, and Dragon Ball. And I think that's it. Until the very end of the trailer, where you see fucking Death Note, and I was like, what the fuck? That was a very unexpected surprise very cool cuz it means it's going to be a bit more interesting than just it's just going to be interesting. I I want to see how they fight um but that was really cool nice surprise and going off of that with the anime thing they announced that there's going to be a definitive edition of Tales of Vesperia which I remember my buddy Rob loving and I own it I have the like limited edition steelbook thing that I think is pretty rare but uh Never actually got around to playing it. Then we got... Here we go. Microsoft acquiring and starting some new studios. So they acquired Playground Games, makers of Forza Horizon, who are also making Fable 4, who they didn't... They didn't announce that's happening, but we all know it's happening. The worst secret in the world. Uh, What is it? Undead Labs, makers of State of Decay. That's two. Why do I have three fingers? That's two. <laughs> Backwards piece? peace. Um... Then they announce the, these are not in order, the creation of a new studio in Santa Monica, the initiative, which is headed by the former head of Crystal Dynamics, I believe, and Compulsion Games, which uh, they are the makers of, what is it, Hello, <laughs> not it's not Hello Neighbor, it's uh, We Happy Few, which is cool, they're, it's an interesting game. I'm I haven't played it since it first launched because I just wanted to wait until it officially launches. I think in a few months, maybe August, October-ish, September-ish, because uh, there wasn't that much single-player content, and that is what really interests me. And I I'm excited to play that when it officially does come out. But then the fifth and oh shit moment for me was when they say <laughs> when they said they acquired Ninja Theory. I had to take a double take. I was like, wait, that sounds like a familiar studio. Who's, who's Ninja Theory again? And then it, 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 it all started to just come together. And I'm like, Oh, they, they, and I feel like there was a time a few years ago, maybe after enslaved where there was, where there were questions about what was going to happen with them. And maybe they'd be acquired by somebody. I was like, Oh my God, come on, Microsoft. You need some first party studios. Get Ninja Theory. And it didn't end up happening. But now it happened. And it's blowing my mind. I still can't believe it. I I hope it's true that they give them the creative freedom to make the games that they want to make. And that they give them the time to do it. They don't like, okay, you're doing this and then they decide to cancel I, I want them to give them... I want them to do this with all the shooters. But specifically with Ninja Theory. Give them all the time they, they need. Let them do whatever they want. And just support them and you know, get your own God of War. I think they're capable of something that incredible. I I adore Ninja Theory. And I wouldn't mind, if they wanted to do it, if Microsoft, because I'm, I'm assuming that this license isn't that expensive to get. But if we got another Enslaved game, I would lose my mind. If nothing else, make it backwards compatible with the first one. If that happens, I'm going to be like, oh, that means they're making Enslaved. That means they're making Enslaved. I love Ninja Theory. I think it's it's great. Um, I hope we see more acquisitions. Because I think it's good. They they picked up five, so they've about doubled what they had. Um, And they've gotten some really good ones. I think not surprising, but not the best track record. Undead Labs, they're not that great at uh, squashing bugs in their games uh, on the technical side, so Maybe with this acquisition and them being an official part of the Microsoft team, they'll get more support from Microsoft and be able to not have that be as much of a problem. But I was a bit surprised to not see them also acquire Studio, what, MDHR? Is that what they're called? The Cuphead Studio? Maybe that'll still happen. I don't know. But I thought that would be a no-brainer for them. Moving on. Crackdown 3, uh, February 22nd release date. 2019. Really annoying trailer. I hated that trailer. There's too much Terry Crews. It was really crating after about 10 seconds. I just wanted him to shut up. But it looks like it could be fun. Doesn't look visually amazing, but it looks like it could be a solid bit of fun. I'm I'm worried though about the humor of the game. That it's going to be the worst parts of Saints Row and, and in that vein. And I just want to turn off all that humor and be able to mess around. But Gameplay looked fun. Some cool weapons. And, like, blowing up shit, so that'll be exciting. Uh, it's not in this order, but... Speaking of bad trailers, they showed Kingdom Hearts 3. That trailer was terrible. Terrible. One of the worst trailers I've seen in a while. There was something weird with the audio mixing. If that was intentional, this is a, r- a really poorly put together trailer. But, I just... I didn't like that trailer. It was really bad. It it made me question why anyone would be interested in the series. Moving on, they showed a little bit of Battlefield Five, a a real tiny bit. I thought we were going to get more. We didn't, so that was weird. Showed PUBG, new map, snowy map, and like war mode or something, which I assume is going to be more like the 50v50 thing in Fortnite. So Fortnite copies PUBG. PUBG copies Fortnite. PUBG and Fortnite copy what H1Z1, whatever. And they all copy Hunger Games, which copied Battle Royale. Nothing's original. Stop suing each other. Idiots. Metro Exodus, Exodus looks incredible. I cannot wait to play that game. I was... I thought the first... I didn't play the second game, did I? Uh, last slide, I don't believe. I thought the first game, 2033, I believe is the title, was Okay. With some really interesting ideas. But it just didn't come together completely. Exodus looks incredible. And it's February 22nd. February 22nd 2019. Is getting super crowded. It's Days Gone. Crackdown 3. Exodus. And I think something else. And it's, it's getting busy. Oh Anthem. Anthem. No way in hell that's making February 22nd. If that makes February 22nd. I will. I'll take my clothes off on camera. It's not going to happen, so I don't have to worry about it. I can say whatever I want. Uh, yeah, I will get a tattoo of a dick on my face. And just always have a dick face. Not going to happen. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Battletoads? It's coming. We didn't get any in-game footage. Just a bunch of descriptors. And they made a little snarky comment about the descriptors. That is, I can't believe they're actually doing it. But it'll be interesting to see what the act- what the game actually looks like. I think back in their heyday, when they were working heavily with Microsoft, it would have been a perfect fit for Twisted Pixel. I don't know if we know who the developer is, but um, yeah. Then we saw uh, saw a Session, which I and pretty much everyone felt was this is a Skate Four. Why the hell didn't EA announce this that their thing? Did Microsoft acquire the Skate Four thing or something? But it's a spiritual successor to Skate Four. And I remembered after I saw the title of it being on Kickstarter or whatever. So, looks like it could be cool. I've heard that the controls are not great. Because I think there was a beta or something. Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Looks beautiful. Coming out 2019. Which I think is surprising for a lot of people. I'm assuming it's going to be coming out early. But who knows. The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. New game in the Life is Strange universe. Going to be free June 26th or something. The first episode. It is way more interesting to me than anything from Life is Strange. Um, it, it looks super sweet, the kind of game you want to play with your kid. I can, I just, I can immediately, I immediately thought of my friend John and his son, and them playing it together. Uh, you know, John playing it and the son watching, and just like it, it feels like the imaginative bits of Calvin and Hobbes. Without the snark and all of the sweet. And I think it's I think it's gonna be a really cool game. I hope it is at least. Then new Sea of Thieves Combat and Black Desert MMO gets its announcement that it's coming to Xbox One, which we already knew. So that's that's cool. Then that was it for Microsoft. So it was a solid press conference. There's also a bit about Game Pass that I understand why they had to do that and why they wanted to be out there, but it didn't really do much. Fallout Four is coming or is already there, along with you know, the other Scrolls Online and something else. Halo Master Chief Collection still isn't there. It's coming later. I don't know why it's not there already. Um, but yeah, and then the Bethesda thing, I'm just going to move on and hit them quick because I'm running late. Got to do some stuff. Uh, Rage 2 looks super cool. I'm really surprised by how much I am digging that. The conference started off with some stupid Android WK crap that just felt out of place. It felt like something for an after show. Not part of the conference. Weird. Bad way to start the show. Rage 2, though, looks really cool. A lot of colorful. It looks hopefully like it'll play like Doom and then have the open world vehicular combat itself from Mad Max. I think there could be a really nice blend Uh enrage too hopefully and i like the color i like the combat and the way they have different abilities and powers that you can mess around with so i think there's a lot of potential in that game to be a really nice surprise got what the Elder gold card game who cares uh there was i don't know i don't remember we had fallout 76 which is online you can play it single player but it does have the online component and a lot of building stuff, and I don't know how I feel about it. I like the way it looks. I like that it's a bit more colorful, because it's uh, more... It's early on in the Fallout and all that, so I like that. I like the aesthetic. It's four times bigger than Fallout 4. so And it comes out later this year, I, I think November. But So, I'm I'm interested to see that. There's a Quake thing, an online thing, whatever. Uh, then there was a... <laughs> An Elder Scrolls mobile thing. Fallout Shelters coming to Switch and PS4. They made fun of Skyrim being on everything by announcing a fake Alexa version, which is humorous. I enjoy that. Shut up in the back. I see you with your ring. Um Then after they showed a lot of Fallout seventy six thing, they ended with what is it, Starbound? Um which, you know, it's cool that they're making a new IP, a real, an actual new IP, not taking like something like Fallout. Uh, and they said it's the first time in 25 years, so that is cool. And it'll be interesting to see their take on space. And then they also announced the Elder Scrolls 6. So it was, I think, a pretty poor conference because there's a lot of stuff that, like, Rage 2 was a standout for me. Fallout 76, I'm like, this, this could be cool. I don't know if I'm into this online aspect of it all and they had like the mobile thing and all this other stuff and then they ended with hey this game and this game that you pretty much knew we were making yes we're making stop asking about it. stop talking about it we'll tell you about it when we tell you about it just shut up yeah we're of course we're making another Elder rose game just shut up and leave us alone when we right re- when we're ready to tell you we'll tell you just shut up for now just leave us alone okay um so yeah that's all that happened other than that, I've been playing Far Cry 4. I turned on the HUD again because I, I thought, like, when I started the game, that it wasn't that invasive. With that, and even with Assassin's Creed Origins, Ubisoft is getting really good at making clean UIs that are not super invasive, give you the information you need without overcluttering and just bombarding you with stuff. So, I'm really starting to appreciate Ubisoft. They're just. I'm I'm excited to see what the press conference is and what they show. I hope to God there's a Splinter Cell there. I will die happy man. That was one of the things I was hoping we'd see at Xbox. We didn't. Also, no Rocksteady. So that definitely has to be at Sony's conference, I would assume. Because I don't believe WB has their own. I don't know. Maybe they'll just release it on its own without a conference. That would seem weird for a, the new Rocksteady game. Or maybe they're not even ready to show it. That would be even weirder. Um, but, uh Yeah. Playing Far Cry Four, really enjoying it. Got my buddy Peaches. Is that the kitty cat? Mountain Lion, the two different colored eyes. I like him. I like petting him, petting her. I don't know. I like petting it. I like petting them. I also got the dog and some other things. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. That uh, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my online list, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the TheKush3. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com. I just remembered. Please announce. I know it's not a super exciting announcement. Please let us change your names at your conference, Sony, tonight. Just do it. Um, also, Devolver Digital. I tried watching that got maybe halfway through it's only 20 minutes I do not like that I did way too snarky I hated the mood and tone of that conference it made me not care about the games that they were shown because they did all this stupid snarky bullshit it felt like a conference made by all the snarky tweeter (laughs) tweeter uh, users who just have nothing positive to say and just focus on anything negative they can point out about any conference and to me that's not something i want to consume i enjoy snark i'm very snarky i'm very sarcastic but i can also appreciate things too and it just didn't feel like any of that was there it was just full-on snark just for snark's sake it didn't work for me um yeah dot where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are also available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, you can go over to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way, with a buck or two a month or whatever you feel like contributing. Don't worry, nothing will ever be locked behind a paywall but if you'd like to pay well you can do that there <laughs> uh and i think that is it so once again i don't i don't know what the hi said once again for random, I don't, blah, 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 blah.